during this past week, what has become really apparent to me, and it is something that I have not considered in a while, is the relationship between wishing things were different. And I believe I had spoken about that uh, a few weeks back. But the relationship between wishing things were different and then putting a lot of time and energy into envisioning a future that doesn't even exist yet. And this can take uh, a lot of, you know, can basically take a lot of different forms and come in a lot of different flavors. I know that I've talked to a lot of people over the past couple of months that are finding themselves you know, not only wishing things that were, you know, wishing things were different and wishing that things were back to normal, whatever that looks like. And I realize that looks different for everyone, but also finding themselves imagining and envisioning, you know, that future of the way that they want things to look and the way that they want things to be. And it's, and it's very normal and natural. And it's certainly not something that, I ever, if I catch myself in the act of doing that and I become aware that I'm beginning to think thoughts like this, I definitely uh, try to be gentle with myself because I know that I'm only human, that this is something that is very normal and natural and human. And so I don't want to be beating myself up emotionally or judging myself. But at the same time, I do want to be aware of the fact that anytime I am spending my time and energy really thinking thoughts about a future that I, that I want to see happen. In other words, and this can, this can affect a lot of different things. This can be, you know, something that I'm wanting from other people. You know, if, if only I can live in a world and suddenly, or have this future where, you know, people pay attention to me the way that I want them to pay attention to me, or people finally appreciate me the way that I feel like I want to be appreciated where people finally understand me, where, you know, my work is, you know, goes this way, this happens, you know, I I have this kind of success, Uh, you know, people in my family or in my, in my relationships or friendships make me feel a certain way or whatever that case may be, especially during a time right now when it can be very easy to not feel as connected to everyone. And I know everyone's life lives look different in terms of, of what, uh, how much, you know, how much human contact they actually have on a regular basis. But this is something that I feel like, especially during a time like this, when life is not really necessarily going the way that a lot of people wish that it was. Uh, it's very easy to get caught up in living in the future. And even more importantly than that, living in a future that does not even exist yet. And I can find myself, if I'm not careful, I can be so busy thinking thoughts. And that's where I want, that's where mindfulness practice comes in and where it really makes the difference for me is that I want to be aware of the fact that I may not be here and be present at all. I can literally... I can be going through the motions. I can be doing the repetitive everyday stuff that I don't really have to be here and think about a lot. But at the same time though, because I'm off somewhere else, I'm basically, I'm I'm literally living in my imagination. I am so fixated on 
life being a certain way and things going the way that I want them to go. And I understand why we, you know, I understand why people do this. I have done this. I've spent plenty of time uh, trying to live in a future that does not exist because of the fact that it, it, it feels better to me to have things the way that I envision them than the way they actually are. But what I find is, is that if I can be aware of the fact that I am thinking this, these types of thoughts, if I'm really caught up in this, uh, it really prevents me from completely getting lost in it and not being here at all. And what I find is, is that if I really have some idea of what I'd like the future to look like, I don't want to get completely wrapped up in it. And that's, and that's one thing I found as well is that if, if, even if it's for good reason, and even if it is something that I'm working towards goals that I've set for myself or intentions that I have, that I still, even if I'm not completely caught up in it, I'm, even though I'm, you know, I may be here somewhat in terms of the fact that I'm present to a certain degree, I'm still spending, you know, some energy thinking thoughts and creating these scenarios and these visions in my head. And what I find is that if I'm really invested in a future that isn't here yet and that looks different than what th- the way things look right now, that I really won't be able to I won't be able to appreciate anything at all about the way it's going currently and the way things look. I, there, I won't be open to learning any lessons whatsoever. And the other part of this too is I really, if I, if this becomes a habit of not being present, and this is just really coming to me in the moment, if I'm really in the habit of not being here, even if it's partially, not saying I'm completely lost and swept up with all of my thoughts that I'm wrapped up in, but this is more along the lines of I'm kind of, my, my consciousness is split. You know, part of me is here, but part of me is somewhere living out a future that, uh, that, that isn't here yet. That I really cannot, I will, I will be to a pl- in a place where I won't be able to really enjoy what is going on right now. And even, even more importantly than that, if things aren't going the way that I want and I'm experiencing some pain or some difficulty... I'm not going to be able to really embrace it at all. I'm not going to be able to really sit with it and be able to cope with it because of of the fact that I'm really invested in escaping it. Even if it's not fully, I'm partially trying to escape it to be somewhere that I'd rather be besides here because it's not going the way that I want it to go and it doesn't feel good to be here where things aren't the way that I envision that they could be. And I know this may sound a little bit circular, but really what it comes down to, if there's anything that I feel like I have learned during this global crisis, it has been that all of these years of practicing mindfulness have really made a difference. And it's not to say that there's, there's nothing special about me. Uh, I really, at the end of the day, like my, t- my teacher, my first guru always taught me, I'm nobody special, I'm no one, nobody special not doing anything amazingly special. I'm just a human being living out this life and trying to be as as present and as conscious as I can possibly be. And I know that if I can just let myself be here, it takes practice. It's it, it certainly isn't something that I think that we're wired to do. 
I think his children, his small, you'll see small children that really, really live in the moment. And somehow along the way, as we grow older and become adults, and I, I can't really say this universally, that somehow we, we, we get distracted. We're so caught up in trying to make things happen and trying to really make things turn out in that, in, in that future that we envision that we lose the ability to be able to just be in the moment no matter what is going on, even if, it, even if none of it is going the way that we want it to go, even if it's, it's not really looking anything like what we envisioned it would in the past as far as the present moment, uh, just being able to be here, I think, is, is a human skill, in my humble opinion, that can really make a difference in our, in our quality of life. I think being able to just be here, even if this has not turned out the way that we had hoped, even if things look nothing like the way that we had hoped or wished or even strived for them to be, I know that in, so, in some way, karmically speaking, things are the way that they are, and, and a lot of it is out of my control. There's so little of it in the, in the grand scheme of things. Speaking, you know, from a cosmic perspective, there's so little of this that I really can't control. And I've done my, and that's really all I can do in any given moment is I can just simply breathe in and out. I can simply pay attention to what my mind is doing, how it is, how it is processing the present moment and really looking at what my thoughts are and the content of those thoughts and to realize that those thoughts are not me. They don't define me. And the way that I'm perceiving the way things are, so to speak, is really has very little to do with what is actually really going on, whatever I think is going on. And I hope this doesn't sound too uh, too out there or esoteric, but it, whatever is going on is whatever is going on, regardless of what I think about what is going on. And I have found that it is something that takes practice, being able to be in the here and now with whatever is going on, whether I like it or not, whether it's the way I want it to be or not, whether it's what I envisioned or had hoped for, to just be here and find some joy in it. Even if I don't like it, I am beginning to find that there there are opportunities to do that. And I'm not trying to talk anyone into anything. It's It's ultimately a choice that we make. At some point, I found myself, I knew what wasn't working and what wasn't working for me was spending a lot of my mental energy thinking and envisioning, uh, you know, creating that future that I wanted to get to. You know, I'll be able to rest when things look like this. I'll be able to finally slow down and really enjoy things when it look, you know, when life looks this particular way. I'll finally be able to stop taking myself so seriously, you know, when things finally, when I finally get there, when I finally arrive. And it took me years to realize that I spent a lot of my young adulthood and even my late teenage years putting a lot of energy into thinking about what that that desired future was going to look like, what I really wanted. And I'm not trying to tell anyone that, that trying to envision a future and trying to manifest certain things is wrong. I, I'm not here to say that. It's It's not really up to me. I just know that, you know, I know there are benefits in having some sort of a vision for the future. But I also know that it's what what really has caused me problems is all of my obsessive thoughts about it. All of my fixation on 
not being able to really be here until it's the, things are the way that I want them to be. And I know now it's very, very tempting during this time. And I know in different parts of the world, the way things are looks different. I know that there are different dynamics everywhere and people are experiencing different things. There's probably some commonalities to a certain degree, but I think there's also a lot of variation. But I think the main theme of this is that I have had numerous conversations and listened to conversations and heard people reflecting all over the world that, you know, right now life is certainly not the way that it used to be six months ago, a year ago, two years ago. And that we're not able to really necessarily move in life the way that we once were. Our public life has certainly, and I realize it's different all over the world, but our public life has certainly changed uh, pretty drastically. And, you know, there's there's obviously, you know, talk about it being temporary. And I, and I, there again, I know I can get really caught up in speculating about when is it going to go back to normal? How long are we going to have to live like this? And then I'm really not here anymore because I'm so busy speculating and wrapped up in this loop of obsessive thoughts about trying to figure out when it's going to get back to the way that I want it to be. And I've certainly had my moments where I have done some of that. I've been able, thankfully, through practicing paying attention and practicing being aware, I you know, have been able to catch myself before I get too lost in it. And it's tempting. I realize the temptation is really great when we are unhappy, when we're feeling unfulfilled, when things don't feel good. Sometimes the thing that feels the best is to just get lost in our imagination and really start immersing ourselves in what it's going to feel like when things do finally get back to normal and even further than that to the place that we really finally want to be in life. And I have years of my life that I won't be able to get back and I'm really not focused on trying to get them back. I've been through that phase as well. I've spent many, many, you know, many, many months, if not years, you know, going through the whole head trip of, you know, I wasted, you know, waking up one day and realizing when I finally was able to break through to a certain degree and see how lost I really had been and see how much of the, these present moments I really had missed out on. Another head trip that's very common is to want to somehow go back and get that time back. And I wasted some time doing that as well and wasted energy doing that. And to really kind of bring all this to a conclusion, it's really about my thinking. And it's the one thing that I can pay attention to. It's my reactions to what's going on externally that affects me internally where I'm having these emotional reactions. I'm having this energy moving through my body. I'm feeling these emotions because of what is happening with relating to things that are external to me. That a way to stabilize my mind through meditative practices, a way to not get caught up in my thoughts and identify with them and believe them because I can pay attention to them essentially like a third-party witness. And that's really, it's, it's, not a mat, it's not really a matter of getting caught up in the identity of, hey, I'm the witness witnessing my, or watching my own thoughts. I'm not putting any, there's not, the idea here isn't to create this identity of someone watching our own thoughts. The idea is to just watch our own thoughts. It isn't really, it doesn't really matter, you know, what, what it actually looks like. It's just the fact, I mean, that's really the, what the practice boils down to is that I am just paying attention to those thoughts. 
and not believing them and not believing that just because I because I'm the one thinking them. And I realize it can be, these thoughts can be very dear to us because we're the ones thinking them. And it's natural. It's normal. It's there's nothing there's nothing abnormal about that at all. But I do know that if I if I want to suffer less, if I want to actually have more joy in my life, if I really want to be here for what's going on, and unfortunately, if I'm going to be here, I'm going to have to be here the way it is, not the way I wish it would be, because there's no way for me to engineer this. There's no way for me to choreograph the way this dance gets done. It just it, it happens the way it happens. And I spent a lot of years trying to do that as well. And it's really just about finally realizing that, you know, it's, it's not about becoming completely passive, but I think it's also about not becoming completely active. It is really about finding that, you know, what the Buddha referred to as the middle path. It's really, it's about being right down the center of the road, not being so caught up in being, believing that I'm the doer of anything. And at the same time, realizing that, you know, I am capable, I am capable of being empowered and taking some action. It's just that I don't want to get completely wrapped up as the person taking action. And that I, I do want to be here and experience whatever it is that it is to be a human being living and taking action, but also being here for all of this as well. And I know it is very alluring to imagine that future if, you know, when things finally get the way that I know somehow that I can make them appear to be, that I can finally be happy. But I am here to say that uh, after spending years trying to do that, it didn't really help at all. It didn't. Really, I, I got no closer to that future that I envisioned, where things finally were the way I wanted them to be. And at some point, I got tired of wasting the time and energy, and doing all this thinking. That after a while, the thinking really led to nothing but more disappointment and more bitterness because things weren't turning out the way that I really had thought somehow that I could make it turn out. And I could, I could make things look a certain way and feel a certain way that I finally realized what, you know, ancient people have known for, you know, thousands of years that this is what we have, the present moment. And what's amazing to me is with all the advances in technology, with all of the, you know, modern advances that we have benefited from. And in some cases have suffered from as well. It's a mixed bag. That there is this ancient wisdom that essentially people have known for way longer than we can ever imagine. That the real joy is living in the moment. We're here for such a short time. Do I really want to spend that time obsessively thinking about things? Do I really want to react to every single thing that happens to me? To defend myself constantly against an imagined opponent, um, to feel like a victim, to feel taken for granted, to feel not loved, all of these things that I can really indulge myself in uh, that maybe feel good in the moment, and sometimes it does feel delicious to uh, to feel like the victim, and I realize there are times in our life where, lives where we truly are, and that's a, that's a completely different conversation, where we truly are victims, but... I know now that it's it's really not worth it. What, what I really, the price that I pay for living my life in my head, in my imagination, not really here, but somewhere else where I'm trying to engineer almost like a uh, virtual reality. 
I know the price that I pay is I lose all these present moments and I cannot ever go back and get them back again. And so I really do, you know, and, I, and I've heard several people ask this question, you know, what if things never get back to normal? I, I don't know. I don't have any answers, but I know this, that thankfully I've been able to experience, and this is available to any of us. This is, does not require any special skills other than practicing being aware and being present in the moment, no matter how it feels is that there has been some joy during this time. There's also been pain. There's also been fear. Uh, There's also been feeling very, very badly for people who have been affected by this in a really, really negative and a very painful and difficult way. And I know that's showing no signs of stopping at this point. And we have no idea how long this will go on. But I do know that at the end of the day, if I can at least be here for this, then hopefully I can help somebody else. Hopefully, hopefully I can uplift someone else. I can uplift myself so that I don't have to be a drag or a stress or a drain on anyone else, draining their energy or resources. Uh, and when I'm speaking of resources, I'm talking about emotional energy and will. You know, the the the, the ability to to be a human being. I don't want to be. I don't want to drain anyone's energy. That it is possible even during a time like this. And certainly, uh, yes, it, it, it would be wonderful if things looked more back to normal. And even beyond that, yes, it would be wonderful. But if I get too caught up in that, then I'm missing out what is happening now. And that may be all there ever is. I don't know. There again, I don't have any answers. But I do know I've got a much better chance of having some joy in life if I am here for it and not somewhere else wrapped up in all of my thoughts believing everything that I'm thinking about what I'm feeling, living in some sort of virtual reality future that may very well never exist. It's a, uh, it's a wonderful way to pass the time, but I don't know really how much more benefit there is other than that. And I think the cost for me at some point became too high to make that a way of life. It's just, it, to me, it just it is more compelling. It's much more interesting to be here now where it's all actually happening.